Welcome to a very special Blink... Nope. It's the untitled... (laughs) (laughs) Untitled Queer Podcast. Wow. We're really good at this. Um, As you might be able to tell based on that very strange but sweet laugh, that is not Stephanie. Stephanie is uh, busy at the moment. She's she's going through, uh, you know, life as we all do. So this is um, my friend from the nation sarah the pod the nation the nation it's great to be here on this cast in my bed (laughs) in my bedroom are you wearing a cast no i'm not wearing a cast okay well i don't know if that's uh appropriate you know that's that's a little uh you're using the wrong words right now it's pod Oh, right. I mean, I just didn't want to, like, you know, take everything from the Blink-155 playbook, you know? Right, yeah. I wanted to have some, something to myself, you know, something personal, mm. something that, that that mustache man hasn't touched. Oh, yeah. With that, three that, internet fingers. That evil Christian mustache man. Donald <laughs> Trump of the nation himself. Yeah. So bad. But, yeah, uh, I brought up Blink-155 uh in general on this pod but i haven't brought in an actual member of the nation so thank you for giving your time away from liking the puns that josiah makes to (laughs) join me to say pretty much nothing yeah i mean it's it's pretty awesome uh for anyone who is also in the nation uh i run 155 gender studies uh, and a number of other fan accounts. Those are all secret. You don't get to know which ones those are. Yeah. If you, if you, if you know me, you can tell, but like still. There are some, a little bit obvious ones. Me, maybe not so. <laughs> I, 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 I'm actually curious which ones uh, you think are obvious. Hmm. We'll, we'll discuss off pod as. Oh uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Secrets. <laughs> yeah. It's seeker sensitive season in the nation. Oh God. This is awful. We're already starting off with we're, just we're on we're on the Dollar Tree. Like I feel like like I'm pr- making one of those Dollar Tree copies of something like, a dollar, but of yes. of Blink One Fifty Five. <laughs> yeah, we're we're the shitty Tyson's McNuggets. All right, let's talk a little bit about being gay. Okay, uh, so like a little yeah. bit, I guess. Yeah, we're both uh, trans women of whiteness. Yep, mm-hmm. the whiteness. And yeah, I, I don't know how, like where, where you are on your journey. We haven't really discussed this. If you don't know, we're not, we haven't talked yeah, ever. We're not f- best- like friends. We're like people who somewhat respect each other. And then we, I, w- I was like, I need you for something. <laughs> well, yeah, we just, we, we see each other on Twitter. We like each other's posts. It's very nice. Occasionally there's a DM with some of those sparkle hearts I find the best way to get to know someone is to just jump into a podcast. Yeah, and just spend an exorbitant amount of time awkwardly listening to each other. Exactly. We, we've got it but all yeah. figured out. But yeah, I came out uh, last year. No, 2017. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and uh, it's been... A pr- it's been a slow journey because I have a, a paralyzing fear of doctors uh, and yeah. all medicine. Like I hate going to the doctor's office. I always they always just like 
run me around in the worst possible way and get me to agree to something I really don't want to do, you know? <laughs> and it's like, partially that's a lot of just my sort of toxicity with people, but mm-hmm. like, it's still super scary. So I'm, I'm like worried I'm going to go there and they're going to convince me I'm not trans and that I'm actually like, I need like 14 blood transfusions, you know? And I'm just going to be like, okay. I mean, as long <laughs> as you're not a Jehovah's Witness, I think it's fine. Yeah, it should be okay. Yeah. Um, but wait, but you're, like, you're on the West Coast, aren't you? I am on the West Coast. It should be fucking easy, eh? Yeah. You should. You probably can just... Wait, are you Canadian also? No, no. Okay. I'm from Oregon. Okay. Very hey. close. I was I was scared, actually, when I looked at the map and I realized how close Calgary was to where I live. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, he's, like, right there. Yeah. I could, like, drive... It would be, like, a 12-hour drive. I could do that, you know? That'd be pretty sick. You could listen to, like, 12 episodes of a <laughs> podcast. Yeah. You could listen to maybe, let's be real, like, maybe six or four. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I could, I, I don't think I could just hit it constantly, you know? Yeah. Like. That was the one problem, because I do, I love being part of the nation, but when I was catching up, like, during the summer months and, like, September and shit, I just, like, needed a break after listening to six in a row for four days straight. I was like, I just, I need something else. Oh, yeah, I'm a day one, so I I started with the very first episode when it came out, Whoa. and have just been, like, casually re-listening to them, like, as as time goes on. If Do, do you have to, like, explain, like, what well, we're talking book- about? I mean, sure. Uh, to recap, I've brought it. Up, I brought up the the audio critic saga on a few episodes ago. Go okay, listen to that; cool. it's amazing. But yeah, to sum up in general, Blank One Fifty Five is a podcast with Sam Sutherland of This Exists, which is how I got into the pod. Me too. Yeah, best Hell YouTube yeah. channel, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in fucking peace. This exists. Yeah. Well, I hey, mean, not that it's dead, but it's fucking dead. Yeah, it's dead because he decided to make sure there was only 155 episodes to keep in line with the name of the podcast. Oh yes, of course. That it was an it was his subtle announcement of the next project. Exactly. Like, true, true. Sam stands would know that he's clever like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and yeah, there's also this guy Josiah Hughes who's verified on Twitter despite having. Far fewer followers than most people who are verified on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it's because he works at a fucking, like, really, like, decently high up at a legit publication and is always yeah. cited in things. Like, it's it's funny because I, I also kind of viewed him as a nobody when I went into this podcast. And then, like, I noticed that I've already, like, read some of his articles on Exclaim and, like, uh, have seen some of his things, on like, quoted on Wikipedia and shit. And I'm like, oh fuck well if you would have caught my interview that's way too long you would have found out that he made national news for writing an article that you also talked about in the pod like after my interview and i was like ha i do influence the world (laughs) ha ha but yeah so that's pretty much it and yeah we're weird members of the nation i run a my account was just made because i wanted stickers because i like just got the patreon and then josiah was like I'll just give them to you. You don't have to like worry about it. <laughs> oh, he's so sweet. He sent me, he sent me just like the pins because my PayPal account was fucked. Shit. And like, uh, I he just sent them to me because he was like, "Look, like you've been here since the first day. 
Like, let me just send you those pins. And they haven't turned up yet, and I'm worried they're not going to because I didn't put my full address right on the uh, on the thing. But they'll probably just get sent back to him, and I'll get them by, like, midsummer. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, maybe I'll mail you one of the pins <laughs> to oh, make sure that fuck. you have some. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll, I have, like, two, I'll <laughs> have, like, two Sams. There we go, yeah. It'll be like when you collect Pokemon cards and, like, you just trade with your friends, but... Yeah. yeah. But there's only, like, at max three pins. <laughs> yeah. Or four. There's four. There's a 155 with the Dude Ranch yeah. Spurs. And it's, like, only trading within, like, 30 people in the entire world. <laughs> yeah. Well. It, it's a good, it's a good uh, system, I think. Yeah. I think we've got a, a solid network. But yeah, um, Blink One Eighty Two podcast. It's a Blink One Eighty Two podcast, and we we follow it. We we follow it's, it, and we're both really gay, which I think is like yep. it's it's a very interesting thing to be existing on like a fandom and be like, I am the one trans person who exists here. I will educate every <laughs> single one of you. Yeah, it's feel it feels weird, but it's also I kind of like it better than being like. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just me because I have like sort of an outsider complex, but I don't tend to get along with a lot of other queer people. You know, I feel that yeah. Because I find I just find that a lot of the even you know, like a vapid person who is in the closet is still vapid when they come out of the closet. <laughs> you know, and still like like I still see a lot of shallowness, and not to sound like a weird incel, but it's just like it's like people won't even respect you if you're not trying to engage sexually you know yeah. it's very bizarre like you know pe- people are just online to fuck and like i i respect it but like it's weird and like i also am very uncomfortable with it and that's like i don't you know go to like any support groups or anything or whatever um so it's i kind of like being in a fandom where there's only like a handful of other people like me you know yeah. Like and it's it's not not to diminish trans tra- the trans nation because it's 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 becoming its own little subgroup you know it's like you and me and Autumn and yeah. uh, I think iambic poetry is too you know and I'm not it's, really it's, sure it's just, about iambic poetry she's like existing in her own she, world she's like a little bubble I talk to her on the Discord sometimes oh yeah so I need to get on that uh, more the Discord's sick. <clears throat> Yeah, it's 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 a really nice place. That's a, where a lot of like, it's kind of just like me, Soviet Big Muff, and Cryptid Mom, just like always talking, and then no <laughs> one else talking. Actually, no. I, shout out David Park because he's like the only sort of normie. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> there's like, there's like kind of two categories of the fandom. There's like the kind of older, like twenty five to thirty year old normie people. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Like Danny, uh, fucking love Danny. One and, like, of the, the nicest people, from people I've ever met. And the yeah, the Sack guys and Cody and uh, like, you know, it you know, kind of the hosts themselves kind of also fit into that category. So it yeah. makes sense. And then there's like the the way like hipper online twenty somethings like us and <laughs> Cryptid Mom and fucking uh, like Soviet Big Muff and uh, uh, yeah, just like all the all the cool people in the nation. <laughs> yeah. It is funny that like, we'll 
we'll be like, oh yeah, that person and that person. And then we realize that there's like, again, only like 40 of us in the nation. <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. It's still really small, but it's very friendly. Yeah. And it feels like, that's the weird thing about being in a fandom. Like, I don't think I've experienced that with anything else to the same degree of like, oh yeah, like you're part of the family or like you are interacting with the hosts in like such a way that it feels like it's not just a podcast. It's like just real life. Yeah. It's just my friends, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, and it's, it's crazy because like, honestly, like Josiah and Sam themselves are close about as close as some of the other people in the nation you know yeah especially because like yeah like going back to this exists and then watching the black metal troy episode (laughs) and they're still like kind of acquaintances but sam is just like no i'm just trying to interview you sir and like just being himself like it's It's so cute yeah it's so fucking adorable i've never loved a ship more (laughs) (laughs) Dig in deep on this episode to find out who Sarah ships. I mean, is it obvious? Fucking yeah. Let's, let's see. Let's get into it. No. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I love. I love watching the old this exists and being like, wow, he's really presenting himself. You know, yeah. like I like he's. It's funny because like you can tell when he goes into the the news anchor voice and like mm-hmm. uh, is doing his whole welcome to Blink One Fifty Five thing and then like. You know, by by thirty minutes, like he's just completely broken down into like just I, I assume what it's like to be around him. You know, yeah, just a normal guy, just very a very disarmingly normal dude. Yeah, who is very sweet and nice. Because again, it's like it's so it's almost jarring in like kind of a good way when you hear at the end of like a This Exists episode, and he's like, "So what do you think?" And I'm like, "Whoa." <laughs> <laughs> really trying to drive clicks there, huh? <laughs> you know, I've been in the I've been in the, in the this exists fandom for a long time too. Like frequent commenter, I believe I'm in one of the comment recap things when he used to do that. Oh yeah, uh, that's the uh, yeah. I remember I I introduced him to Neil Cicerica in the on the SoundCloud episode. Rest in peace. Rip, uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of there's some good this exists material that's just gone. Like actually, I think the SoundCloud episode is back, but uh, the, other episodes the... that are gone. I was like kind of a. I got converted because like I was I was am not currently a Fantano person, so he, they did like a collab for PC music, and I was like, yes, oh, I remember that. Yeah, I I found them. It's kind of funny because I actually found I found this exists through a Fantano connection too, and I'm still like I'm not I'm not like a stan or anything, but I think he's. He's come around again, and he's doing some better shit now. Like, yeah. I was really, uh, I was, like, not fucking digging the meme shit, like, <laughs> that he was doing, like, 2015 era, mm-hmm. and, like, I was, I was like, not here for it, and then, like, it got shut down, and now he's back to just being nice album review man again, uh, yeah. and I'm, I'm cool with that, but, yeah, they both did videos for Ox, obviously, because that's where this exists started, was yeah. Ox. And I started watching, because I watched Fantano's Ox videos, and then I watched uh, This Exists, because I was like, that seems like a a pretty decent uh, vibe. And I remember it being, like, in my mind, like, a corporate show, like, BuzzFeed, basically. Like, kind of like, okay, who is this no-name kind of host 
yeah. guy. He's very normie. I didn't know how I felt about him. Uh, and then, like, he broke off from that and, like, re-uploaded those videos to the Now This Exists channel. And uh, fucking, I was just like, this guy is the most charming dude ever. Because he is. He's really cool. And, like, when you realize that he's just operating by himself and, like, just basically just got money from Ox, like, it's 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 like, okay, I get I get what you you are. I also was just very skeptical of people back then like and it's super easy to be skeptical of him because he has like black flag posters in the back and there's like a bart simpsons toy it's like, <laughs> yeah you're just like already ready to be like all right dude like when are you gonna like insert six simpsons clips into a video like yeah whatever it's, it's, it seems like like just total like well i'm 30 and i'm cool you know kind of vibes yeah and like it's definitely that, but also I just think that's good now. You know, it is good. Yeah, that's another I think thing. A, yeah, that changes. I think that's a nice thing to be. It's you know, it's mm-hmm. like I would rather you be that than like I don't know, like a shitty, annoying, like fucking edgy memer. You know, <laughs> yeah, who decides to make fun of Triple uh, X Tentacion fans to no acclaim. Yeah, that's what. That's yes. Are you are you are you making fun of me? No, 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 no. I was that was a a Fantano dig, but you can take oh, it as a diss if oh. you'd like. I thought that was because uh, I I run so I I run a, a a meme page and a label called Absolute Trash Media. Um, yes, some in the nation might be familiar, and I run it with a few other similarly online queer weird people, um, and one of them who I will not name likes to post just serious posts on there <laughs> like just like serious political posts and is just like so she in the other day she posted something to the effect of like uh fuck ice or uh fuck ice and like free 21 and like six nine can rot in prison yeah. you know <laughs> and like that's like literally all she just listens to is like current like rap and like post that sort of shit and i'm like okay you know what fuck it yeah yeah let's let's do this let's just really get avant-garde with our shit posting that's really what like that's another thing that like just broke my brain with the pod (laughs) you okay yeah i'm good okay making sure but yeah like that whole like i don't know what irony is anymore thing it's what really like I'm not, like, I don't watch Fantano's videos anymore, mostly because of, like, how Josiah and Sam, like, talk about, like, the reinvention of taste. Because, like, I would post, like, oh, yeah, like, my favorites of the year, and it would only be stuff that, like, he talked about or he reviewed or whatever. And there's, like, this friend of mine who's, like, music is his life. And I know that sounds fucking corny and, like, way too serious, man. But he, like, he's really nice, and he's just like, yeah, I just, like, my favorite band is Pram, and I just really love, like, harsh shit, but I'll talk to you about anything. Like, I like all music. And he just, like, fucking opened my brain to not needing somebody else to validate your opinions, you know? Yeah. Like, I definitely am kind of in that camp. I was also very influenced by Fantano and, like, watched all of his shit. And, like, you know, he... Like to his credit, he turned me on to some shit that's like still all time favorites. But yeah, just the idea of like if you like it, that's enough. You know, like you don't yeah. have to 
you don't have to keep optics out. Like th- there was definitely an urge when, even when I got into this podcast to be like rethinking what I like and being like, well, maybe I don't like this. Maybe I think these people are kind of annoying now and like, maybe I've moved on. But even then, like I can't just pr- sit here and pretend that I didn't actually like death grips and that they think they were a totally serious band. Yeah. Like, in 2013 because they were like the i i always get it into this with people where it's like they weren't always just a fucking reddit like meme like mm-hmm. they, they there was like a time when everyone was like anticipating what their next move was be, would be because they were like the most like unpredictable band like they like purposefully got themselves kicked off of a major label like who just does because that shit they anymore? wanted to release an album the same year they just, yeah, they just, like, literally, they made Epitaph look like shitheads for being like, <laughs> you can't release two albums in one year, and then be then being like, oh, can we? Also, check out this cover. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about <laughs> that? I think that's great. I mean, I love, I love the, the big, I love the meme. That's a good meme. Yeah. You know? And, like, I still like Death Grip's, like, newer material, but it's, definitely. Like, you know, I just can't participate in the sort of hype cycle for it, you know, mm. partially because I feel like just kind of I'm getting tired of wondering, but also because it's just kind of exhausting to even be because the now the normie like take is I'm over it and I never actually liked it. Like I saw there was that Hard Times article how to pretend to like Death Grips or whatever. Yeah. And it was it was talking about them like they were like a harsh noise band and not just like a pop band, you know, like with like some industrial elements. Like it's, it's like a pop hip hop rock band with some like noisy vibes, but it's not like, it's not the most experimental or out there music. It's just visceral and catchy and good. You know, if Jack White, like his new album can like go number one and like people can still like Marilyn Manson up until like 2005, like there's no way that like, death grips is that fucking insane no it's not and i think it's just that people are tired of hearing about them you know like and i i totally understand and that's why i don't ever post about it but i still like listen to every album and like am kind of still enamored by them because like they're still really creative people it's just they're on the wrong side of sort of taste right now because you know partially because of of fantano but not really his fault. Like he just he just covers the music he covers, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'll always I'll always respect him for like trying. I still think that sometimes his analysis is off, you know. Oh no, and, for sure. He'll he'll just be like he'll say something that's just like completely baffling and like not really right. But like, and also sometimes I genuinely am frustrated by how his scores never actually line up to how much he praises an album. You know, mm-hmm. like it's like he'll spend the entire review praising an album and then be like, yeah, I'm feeling, you know, a six on this. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you, you you talked at the end and you said you didn't like two of the tracks. Is that really a six? You know, and then he'll have <laughs> like, like half a sentence like, oh, the production like isn't great. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, but, it's all very I don't know. I, I don't I just don't take him as gospel anymore. You know, I still watch the stuff occasionally. If it's something I want to see, I'll, I'll watch it for entertainment or to like 
kind of get a general read on what something is. But at the end, I don't just take his opinions as like, you know, the most, because I, I like bad stuff. Like, and that, yeah. that was the biggest thing was realizing that like, I don't just like really good, really artsy, like in, interesting stuff. I like fucking, like, I like all the small things. All like, the small things is sick. It's a, like ripping song <laughs> oh god i feel like a 40 year old at a dinner party no it's it's a really good song and like it's super catchy and like yeah it kind of sounds like a boy band song but like pop punk but like saying that out loud like i want more of that you know yeah. <laughs> like 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 i used to listen to all time low i'm not gonna fucking pretend that i'm like cooler than i was you know like All time low was so sick and i still love like their first like four albums up until like don't panic yeah like they're still pretty sick they're, they're good like in in like there's so many it's kind of funny because like i thought that i was just kind of changing my opinion again because there was a different outside force with the pod mm-hmm. but like they don't agree with any of that shit we just said. Yeah, they don't so, like, like all time low at all. They don't like all time low. They don't like Fallout Boy. Like they've teased that maybe liking MCR but not wanting to like listen to them again. You yeah. know? And these are like all my favorite bands now, so like hmm. it's kinda it's kinda funny where I'm just like I'm just kind of like I'm just lost. I'm in my own little world where with like the, the stuff that is like relevant to what they're talking about, but not stuff they like, you know, mm-hmm. but it's stuff I like because I recognize that they're not the age to like it, but I am, you know, yeah. like I'm, I'm the right sort of like time period for, for that sort of like teen pop punk stuff. And the other thing that's really nice about it is I didn't, I didn't publicly admit that I liked that stuff when I liked it, you know, because I was super embarrassed by it. Like I, I when I was in middle school, I was like, I listened to Corn and I listened to Nirvana and I listened to Soundgarden and these are my bands and I don't, I don't listen to that gay shit, you know? Yeah, and that gay now, shit like Blink One Eighty Two. Exactly. Like Blink One Eighty Two was so fucking embarrassing, and I, I would sit there and listen to Adam's song and cry, and then go to school and be like, yeah, Life Is Peachy is the best Corn <laughs> album. Wow, that's that's fuck. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have many like I have many memories of like being like eleven and playing RuneScape and listening to the party song on YouTube, like uh, like trying to like learn the lyrics like to it. <laughs> I think we're like we're, we exist on like the opposite sides of the same coin, or just like. We've all experienced the same shit, but, like, four years apart. Because I was totally doing that with, like, online, like, all-time low songs and just, like, all the shit that I was into. Yeah. But, like, also my musical interest journey was weird because I I used to live in Oregon for five years. And then I moved back here. Yeah. You know, from second grade to seventh grade. (laughs) So sick. But, yeah. uh, I, like, was a... There's this thing in, like, I'm pretty sure every state, but it's called, like, Battle of the Books, and it was called Obob, Oregon Battle of the Books. Yes. That was, like, my shit from, like, you know, third grade up until, like, when I left. 
So I. Like, <laughs> oh my god, you were a Battle of the Books kid. I was. I, I, That's amazing. I do need to tell this story now because there's this fucking. It's like iconic with my friend group. So I was on a team. Oregon's weird. So yes, this it's in Eugene, Oregon. This is where I used to live. There's this kid. Oh my god. Named blank blank. And his, <laughs> I will not give out his name, but his dad owns a... Dan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, Dan Reynolds of Imagine Dragons. We grew up together. But yeah, yeah. Um, his dad owns a strip mall, and the biggest part of the strip mall is a mini golf slash laser tag slash arcade called something, and it's insane. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I want you to be on my OBOB team because you live in my neighborhood and you're cool, kid. And he was like, rad, all right. And I got this other girl, <laughs> and I got this one kid who, he was okay. He was kind of a nerd, and I was like, whatever. <laughs> and so, like, we all have, like, our four books to read. And then it gets to the point where, like, it's almost time to compete. And, like, blank blank is telling me, hey, the kid who you thought was a nerd did not uh, read his books and I was like, well, fuck him, I guess. Like, we're not going to put him on the team. We'll switch him with somebody else. And so, like, when we're lining up after uh, recess, I'm like, hey, hey, nerd, you're not on the Obob <laughs> team. And, it, like, I, like, I'm pretty confident about myself. I'm like, oh, this is great. Kick the kid off the Obob team. And so I go home. <laughs> and my dad, like, after a few hours, like, me playing in my room, comes in like what did you do at school <laughs> like, oh my god he he narked you he narked me so good but, but what's fucked up not... about it is that i was like oh i he wasn't on the team he didn't read his books and then he's like well his mom called me and said well he couldn't read his books because he was in the hospital <laughs> oh yeah and i was like fuck that's I'm so sorry, and I just, like, cried so hard because I just, I did the worst thing possible, which was kick a kid off the Obob team for being sick and not reading yeah. his books. I mean, but, you know. There's a lot of time at a hospital. <laughs> That's know? what I said. That's what I said like, at first, too. On one, like, on one read in bed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I don't know, like, maybe... You should have asked him, but also he could have probably like been like, "Hey, I'm so sorry." Like he should have probably realized that not reading the books would cause a problem. Yeah, hey? or, like, told me that like, "Hey, I can't do that." I'm like, "Shit's happening." Oh, for for I guess like yeah, if you don't know, not uh, Battle of the Books is like a like a like a, a debate. Like not a debate. It's like a tri- is it trivia? It's trivia. It it's just basically like, pub yeah. trivia, but with like with you a know. book so it's just yeah. getting kids to read because as we all learned in school reading is superior to every other art form yeah uh and every other art form is a waste of time these are real quotes from my teachers like <laughs> just like they just be like comics no uh music no no like at all these things they don't they don't mean anything you know it's it's all about literally the process of descrambling words with your brain and understanding them, that's important. That's the only thing. It takes not... the most amount of effort to understand, you know. That's why yeah. it's good. Exactly. But yeah. But anyway. Yeah, so there's so, like 16 yeah. books, and then there's four members to a team, and each person has to read some four books. But it's funny you bring up comics, 
Because, mm-hmm. like, the fourth and fifth grade years, there was one comic out of the 16 for oh. us to read. And it was never, like, a good comic. Like, one of them was, like, Rapunzel, but she's a cowgirl. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I was like, this is, wow, this sucks, but it's a comic, so I'll read it. God damn. Yeah. That's hilarious. So, yeah, that's that's how I uh, I fucked over somebody. Oh, yeah, but also, like, I, I had to apologize to him, like, the next day. Oh, and my I was, God. I was like, I'm really sorry I kicked you off the team. And he's like, sorry doesn't cut the mustard. <laughs> and he, like, kept oh on my saying God. that. No, this, no, you need to, like, fucking you beat this kid up now. Like, oh, I don't yeah. care if you were sick, Jimmy. Like, you fucking, <laughs> like, now, now you're just being a wiener. Yeah, like, now, now he's being a shit. Like, so, so, sometimes nerds are annoying. Nerds suck. That was, like, something I <laughs> like, realized in high school, that nerds fucking suck. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just, and, like, you know, it's not like, like, jocks are better. It's just that they're not real. Like, yeah, I kind of, like, there's, like, you know, and this may just be an Oregon thing, but, like, for the most part, athletes weren't popular. It was, like, theater people or, like, the one kid who was really good at painting or, like, like, people who dressed very seen even in 2011, you know? Yeah, but I think, yeah, that is very an Oregon thing. Because Oregon's, like, a weird state pretty much right. everywhere you go, except for, like, the desert, I guess. Fucking shout-out to the Dalles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout-out to Grants Pass. Uh. <laughs> shout-out to um, that uh, that store that sells uh, tie-dye shirts made by real hippies next to the Dairy Mart, where I used oh, to live. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. That was pretty sick. But, yeah. Um, speaking of real life things, you brought up like support groups. So you've like never been to one. Nope. Never. Okay. I've never, I've never really needed to though, because I have like an unholy amount of trans friends already. Yeah. Like it was one of those situations where like, you know, like one person came out in high school and then a lot of us came out like recently, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of, we all found each other, you know? Like, for perspective, actually, uh, and I'm f- comfortable telling this, but the person, one, one of the people I am roommates with, and I went on a road trip to uh, Las Vegas, and that's when we both discovered at the same time that we were trans. Oh, shit. It's cra- so, like, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's wild out here. Everyone's turning into girls. It's, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Uh but, but yeah, I have, I've, I have a lot of like friends outside of structured support circles and none of them do it either. So it's kind of, it's kind of like, I don't, I just don't need it. Cause I'm, I already have these people I'm comfortable with and I don't like talking to strangers. And I also kind of, and I'm, and this is like part partially just like jealousy, but I don't really like talking to people who are super duper far along, you know? Oh either. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really difficult for me because like, I kind of feel it's that it's like that thing when you grow up and you forget what it felt like to be a kid and like how shitty certain things came across and you just start doing those things. Like, I feel like that happens sometimes with trans people where like, you know, I I have a friend, uh, a friend of a friend who is like, God, 10 years along, you know, like, you know, 10 years on hormones, five years after, uh, um, the surgery. surgery yeah and like like uh 
you know, she's entirely forgotten what it's like to be a non-passing trans person, you know? Yeah. Like, she doesn't get it. And it's, it's, it's kind of frustrating to talk to her because it's like, you don't remember what it was like when you couldn't find clothes that, like, you liked and you didn't know what you were doing and you, you were getting served all the time at like restaurants and, you know, it's kind of like, it's just not relatable. And also, you know, usually those people are a bit older than me and I don't like there's, I don't have a lot of older friends other than in the nation. Yeah. That's also like a weird thing of like having older internet friends. It just kind of feels wrong, you know? Yeah, it's just like, ooh, I shouldn't, you know, like, maybe I shouldn't be talking to you, but I'm also, like, of an easily respectable adult age. Like, I'm not, I'm not, like, barely an adult, you know? Like, yeah. like I'm I'm pretty, f- like, into this shit now. So, like, I should be, like, fine talking to someone who's 30, but it still feels, like, a little odd, you know? Yeah, they've, like, you know, that's, they've already, like, you know, climb the mountain, so to speak. Yeah. And it's, it's just kind of, it's, it's, it's sad and definitely partially jealousy, but also just like, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with the, the, the gap and sort of the lack of topics to talk to. Also, you like older people don't have anything interesting to say most of the time, like <laughs> IRL, like, yeah. you know, like these guys do because they're like cool artists who do like they're in like sick bands and they don't have kids. But like everyone I know who had a kid at like 25 is like their brain is broken and they only talk about like tax returns and what their kid did at school and parent teacher conferences. And it's just like, damn, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I, I can't even like relate to you anymore. And then they get like, you know, snooty because they're like, they have to do this really hard thing. And not, not to say that they shouldn't be a little snooty, but they have to do this really hard thing that their younger, annoying friends don't understand, you know? So they kind of get a little up in arms about like, well, I'm a parent, you know, yeah. I have to, I have to be responsible, you know? I have lots but, of stuff to do that you don't have to do. <clears throat> yeah. And it, it comes across as annoying both ways, but that's just kind of how age works where like when you're, when you're older, you, view the younger people as annoying mm. and when you're younger you don't realize that you're being viewed as annoying you know yeah that's like that and was one the- of the hardest things to like because i work uh at a company that like i do like after school programs oh yeah yeah which is like it's shitty on its own level because like there's kids who like have they're not like special needs but they're kids who have like problems like getating uh, like saying something nice and like being mm, able to relate yeah. in a way that like makes sense. And there's this kid who like I'm always talking to his dad like when he picks him up and it's like oh we're on this med and blah 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 blah. But like for like the first month I was there he was like ha ha you have long hair and I'm like <laughs> good joke dude. <laughs> wow that kid's gonna be a comedian someday oh yeah he's gonna be yeah the next andrew dice clay oh absolutely <laughs> the, definitely yeah. the next uh um what's another comedian <laughs> another insult comedian i don't know yeah i don't i don't listen to insult comedians because i i don't hate myself yeah but yeah but yeah <laughs> that's that's amazing like 
kids are crazy. Like I I love kids. I also hate kids, you know, Mm -hmm. like, but I love hating kids, but not like open. Like I don't, you know, shit on kids, (laughs) but I definitely laugh at like when I see a kid flossing in public and I'm like, that is so embarrassing. Yeah. You're like, I'm just, I can't, I'm baffled. Cause I'm like, you know, that's like doing runescape emotes or something <laughs> in real life or like Naruto running, you know, like it's just one of those things that like we used to do. I mean, I didn't cause I was too cool, but you know, <laughs> one of those things, no, I was actually just extremely shy and never wanted to draw attention to myself cause I was already super tall. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, anytime I'd go into a place, people would be like, ah, you know. Ah, a tall person. Ah, ah I, I, I feel insecure about myself because I hate myself for being short, but I don't even perceive the fact that society is built around my body size, you know. Yeah, like that's <laughs> it's like, just like appealing to people just to be tall. And it's just like, yeah, it's it's appealing until you have to like get into someone's car. You know, <laughs> or like find a bed that you don't, your feet don't stick off of. Yeah. Or when you're a kid, like, don't just hate your knees for being in constant pain. Oh my God. Yeah. Just like, why are you doing this? <laughs> why are you hurting me? I'm just trying to grow. <laughs> Nothing else growing. hurts. This is, this sucks. Like I'm already dealing with like weird fucking masturbation shit like and like trying to figure out like you know if like i if i'm gay or not Mm. uh spoiler alert i am uh really gay (laughs) it's i I, i'm actually bi but i say i'm gay both ways because i came out twice you know yeah (laughs) like because i was like when I was when I was a kid, you know, I was I was like, you know, oh, maybe I like boys, you know, and then I I did I was like, you know, yeah, I do I do am sexually attracted to to men, and then like it was like, wait, but I'm actually a girl, and I still like girls, so I guess I'm also gay. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's like Jesus the weird Christ, like the the turnover, because like as I am like moving along and like I'm like a month in on hormones or whatever, and I'm like, oh, congrats, thank you. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, spoilers: <laughs> uh, the tiny blue ones actually taste like fruit, kind of. I know, actually, a friend uh, uh, like dropped one, and I jokingly like put it in my mouth, and I was like, "Hmm." <laughs> That's probably the funniest thing you you will ever say. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of mine dropped a hormone, and I took it. <laughs> <laughs> one hormone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I'm not on yet, so I have to, you know, I have to get it where I can, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's all those, like, that was, like, all I did, like, before I got on was just, like, searching through eBay and Amazon of just, like, herbal remedies <laughs> to, like, probably fuck up your body. But they're like, oh, it's your hormone uh, trans stuff. <laughs> and it has, like, oh, 18 trans words in it for no reason. I love that. I love that sort of shit. Every time I think of hormones, I think of that Simpsons quote where Kearney's like, I'm going to shriv my nards. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yes. That's exactly the, what happens. Yeah. I'm going to shriv my fucking nards, dude. Yeah. Fucking gnarly, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, yeah, um, I'm, pr- I'm pretty psyched about, about hormones and I'm yeah. pretty psyched about the future. Uh, but yeah, that's like the the question that I was thinking of is like if since you're living in Oregon and Oregon's just like, hey, as long as you're not a fascist, we won't kill you. I guess like <laughs> can't you just go to 
like I I was so dumb that I went to like uh, a therapist at first and I was like so uh, you have to like sign off to make sure that I'm I am who I say I am and she's like just go to the no. form consent <laughs> down in the city yeah. and I was like oh okay bye yeah I need I need to do that too I just like you know confronting people is hard and there's like uh i don't know exactly where the informed consent clinic is mm-hmm. here uh there's like like plant the planned parenthoods here do do them but only over the phone and and that sucks I'll be, and that sucks and i'm like i don't know why it's different when i'm talk like i'm podcasting or t- talking on internet stuff but like mm. talking to just calling a stranger on the phone i think is like probably one of my biggest nightmares so i feel that uh i'm just getting there but i'm gonna start soon hopefully uh my roommate started like almost as soon as she came out because she's a lot smaller than me like i'm massive mm-hmm. like like i'm tall and i'm also like pretty fat so like <laughs> i like you know which is great because i have tits already and they're yeah. amazing <laughs> but like uh you know i i i have fuck time trying to find clothes like i basically consist on wearing like some pretty feminine cut t-shirts um and uh sweaters and then leggings for the pants because like it's the only remotely femme thing that like like i can't find skirts that are the right size you know yeah and even even that even still like if i could i can't i can't even find skirts that aren't fugly you know I mean, most skirts are pretty fugly. Like, they're, oh my god, it's so bad. And it's like, I don't want to, like, I want the validation of wearing something so obviously feminine-coded that someone, like, has to know. Mm-hmm. But also, I don't want to look like, like, when, you know, some of my trans friends, like, IRL started transitioning, they dressed like they just fell into the discount bin at goddamn Goodwill. Because they did. Yeah. Like, and they, like, no color coordination, yeah, no, like, like, skirt, like, down to the feet, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like. Just like the good and, Mormon book says. And wearing a, t- a, a t-shirt with, and a skirt, you know, like, sort of shit. But I don't want to do that because I have fashion sense and I have self-respect. But, <laughs> <clears throat> but like, fuck, dude. Yeah. Also, this is the number one uh, dissing on Sarah's friend podcast. Yeah, I love the, I love joke. my friends very much. Oh wow! And uh, I rip on them all the time because they're the best. And like that, the, the specific person I'm talking about now dresses way cooler than I do. So, like, she she's massively outpaced me. She like she's like all like cool fucking metal chick, spikes and leather sort of shit. Hell yeah! It's fucking cool. I mean, yeah. Honestly, I have no idea how to dress right now because like i i'm wearing this like cool because i was like a theater kid in high school and i got like this godspell sweater over on depop sick it's like oh it's so femme and like i'm wearing it now and i'm like oh wait i look like a wrestler (laughs) like a high school wrestler (laughs) oh fuck yeah yeah pullover hoodies are hard because they're so default masculine coded but they're so they feel so nice you know and it's just like, oh, you can put your hands in your pocket, like, like do the do the hands and like both hands in the single pocket thing. Yeah, and, and just like, like look a little sad. <laughs> I have a I have a Brockhampton uh, 
bootleg pullover hoodie oh, that I wear all the time, and I, I love that thing. You fucking you like Brockhampton? I I, I love Brockhampton. Yeah, they're I, beyond sick. They they like they they're like I I was actually around the time that I was sort of discovering myself was when Saturation Two came out, oh, nice. and uh, I remember like listening to it near constantly on that trip to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So I associate like uh, songs on on Saturation Two with like driving around the Las Vegas Strip in a rental car with uh, like f- like. Um, listening to yeah like being like freaked out because i'm like how am i gonna tell people you know <laughs> like yeah. like i'm in a relationship with someone how am i gonna tell them that like i'm gonna change my gen you yeah. know i'm just also, gonna yeah, how did that work out because like you're you brought up your girlfriend a little bit before we started recording and i was like oh most people yeah. who are like pre-transition <laughs> do not have like a partner yeah, it's 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 it was definitely odd, but she's the most supportive person ever, and she's like, she's honestly like so pumped about it, you know, too, <laughs> because she's like, she's gay as fuck, Hell like yeah. she like you know she was dating me, even though I was a guy, uh, or I, you know whatever, fucking yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna <laughs> tiptoe around the if you if you if you're mad at me for not correcting myself, uh, hit me up on the DMs. Uh, yeah like but you know like fucking she was super pumped to to now be able to like go to work and be like yeah my girlfriend did this and then people are like oh you know girlfriend Mm. it's just it's great and like that's super validating to me because you know they don't see me so like yeah you know they get to imagine whatever that entails in their mind and that means that to them and that's cool that's cool with me you know Mm-hmm. Like it didn't, you know, don't want them to actually find out that I'm a six foot three, like fat person with a giant poofy afro. <laughs> Your afro is pretty sick, though. I feel like you could, like, I don't know, I don't know how hair works, but I feel like it could be transformed in a femme way. It sometimes does. I find that put like, like putting some conditioner in it and like pulling it up. Also, I want to say actually, if Sam somehow is listening to this, the conditioner leaving conditioner in your hair thing is a thing. It just has to be a small amount of it, dude. Yeah. Like, like I have the idea that you were just pouring it into your hand and mussing it through your hair and calling it good. And that's why your wife called you out. Yeah. But, that, that would look like shit, but you put, uh, you put, uh, like a little bit in your hair and I do that sometimes and it kind of lifts it enough that it looks very nice and if I wear dangly earrings like it and makeup obviously it really like brings it together but the problem is when it's left to its own devices it starts getting square like that guy from Kansas <laughs> and it's it's really ugly yeah. <laughs> and I hate it so I tend to tr- I usually uh, if I'm going out I tend to like brush it out and brush it down so it kind of hangs more like normal hair. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> With my hair, it's like it's like pretty curly because I had apparently curly hair as a baby, but it was like, oh. yeah, you know. But like I had it super short for so long that like my mom just thought, oh yeah, you'll never have curly hair again. It was just like a baby thing, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then I just like decided <laughs> to grow it out a few times, and like though that was a weird turning point because it was before I came out and I was just like, 
yeah, mom, I just want to grow up my hair for a whole summer and see how it looks. And she's like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just would be like, you know, messy and gross. But now that it's like reached like almost shoulder length. Ooh. I, yeah. I, I look, nice. it is pretty femme, but like whenever I'm hanging out with my friends, like a few days ago for the, the superb owl, <sighs> there oh. was this uh stoner guy who hung out with us and i was like shit we have like the same hair oh no that sucks <laughs> but like you know yeah that's a, this is kind of like a weird like inside baseball thing but i don't think i like are you aware of like the whole like you don't need to be dysphoric to be trans thing yeah yeah because yeah. i don't like I think, I don't know if, it doesn't happen as frequently, but I'm never, like, as dysphoric as, like, people who, like, if I just, like, read their Instagram account all the time, I'm like, yeah, like, I get sad about it, but I'm not, it doesn't yeah, fuck up it my It doesn't life. destroy you inside, yeah. Yeah. Like, there, I'm definitely in that boat, too, if, you know, like, genuinely, where, like, a lot of it comes from less from, like, my own self-image and more like the the fact that like i just cannot get gendered correctly in public you know like it's it's really difficult so it's like it's kind of more like for me like a a cultural conceptual dysphoria than it is like an actual like hatred of my own body you know Mm -hmm. uh because i do i do think my body is pretty nice in (laughs) places It's, it's quite soft uh and quite fun well, you're already, but yeah, I, you're like halfway but I, there. But I have, yeah, but I have, I, I have friends who like, it like kills them inside, you know, like mm-hmm. just the, like anything to do with their own body and they hate it. And I'm like, man, that really must fucking suck. And I feel super bad for those people, but it's true. It's like, you know, if you, you know, for like any reason you like want to transition is enough, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like that sort of thing where it's like, you just got to like, let people be people because like they're going to do it. Otherwise, like you're not like you getting mad about it. Isn't going to stop them from doing it. Like, yeah, you know, we're just trying to live our lives pretty much. You know, we're just trying to do what we want to do. And like, we should be able to do what we want to do. Even if the reason is quote vapid or whatever, you know, it's not like like a hundred percent. Like we will die unless this happens, you know? Yeah. If anything, it'll help. Like, it'll, if more people want to do it, there's going to be more support for it. Like, yeah. So please pile on, even if, like, you're just think, oh, I'd be a pretty cute girl. I kind of want to, you know, mm. see if, see if uh, that's my thing. Just fucking do it. Like, jump, jump on it, bro. Yeah. Like, hormones we, do not we... take away your ability to blast into a, a vagina. <laughs> exactly. You can it's, do whatever you want to do. Yeah, you can still make baby if you feel the need to stop. <laughs> yeah. But it's, yeah. It's pretty it's pretty sweet. Like like it 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 I I I'm astounded by how much happier I am, you know? Mhm. Like like and it's 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 that thing where like the the sort of euphoria of just being trans has like gone away obviously because that only lasts a few months because it's only new for a few months but like Mm -hmm. it's like i still think back to when i still thought i was a guy and i was just like inexplicably like ashamed of writing my name you know 
Yeah. And now I love writing my name. Now I'm like, ooh, I love this name because I picked it. And it's perfect, you know? And it makes me happy when I see it. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is sick. That, yeah, it is. That's another, like, I, I, I do get, like, a lot of the trans experiences, but I also don't because... Mm-hmm. I was given like a gender neutral name, so I was just like, "Oh, oh hey, fuck off, that's, everybody." <laughs> that's really cute, actually. Yeah. And it was, it was, it felt like weird at first to not be like, "Oh shit, I have to." Wait, no, I don't. I have to change shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like Cam can be a girl's name. Yeah. you know, it can. No one will like raise an eyebrow. You know, it's like not like my dead name, which I'm not going to say, but it's it's very gendered. Uh, Exactly. And, that, and I feel like so bad for that because that's there were a few of my friends who came out after me. That was a weird whole other weird thing. That's like a giant rigmarole. But like I was a part of this other fandom and I was like so out at 15 being like, hey, this oh. is how I feel. And then like a few months go by and somebody's like, dude, just by you being you, I am like going to be myself. And I was like, holy shit, what am I doing? Fuck, this is scary. <laughs> I'm I'm spreading it, you know. Yeah, I'm spreading the it's, disease. <laughs> it's true. I mean, that's how I felt because, like, literally, me me talking about it and opening up about it is what spurred my roommate on. And now she's like lapped me because she's fucking rich. So like, <laughs> you know, and like, f- like she's like, you know, like a jock type, like, mm-hmm. you know, very just outgoing and very super, like, uh. You know, I don't want to say, like, macho, but, like, just very... She has a lot of bravado about herself. Mm-hmm. So, like, she goes out and she's just like, yeah, I'm just going to go to the doctor and tell them and they're going to give me the thing. And I'm going to s- demand that I switch to uh, needle injections, like, in the second month. And uh, that's going to be it. And I'm like, okay. And, oh, and also I'm going to buy, like, all these expensive clothes from, like, high-end brands. And I'm just yeah. like... Yeah, she's she's a she's a power trans is how I call her. That's yeah, that's <laughs> it's just weird. It's just weird for me, you know, that's yeah, that's very weird. Thanks. capitalism. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's how it works is, you know, like truly being unprivileged in one area doesn't make you less privileged in another area, you know? Yeah, like Which like what's that's so that's... great about that uh, Ocasio-Cortez video where she's like, I will never experience that like oppression just like by Mm -hmm. not being able to be myself you know yeah like the um like that's that's the reason people are always so skeptical of of caitlin jenner you know is because she kind of just like i mean also the hitting people with her car thing but also (laughs) she just kind of like just like appeared you know like and that's that's maybe better for someone who's older i think like that's like I'm not I don't really begrudge her for doing whatever was in her power to make herself the way she wanted to be but like it's it was like a lot of people were just like hey you're kind of being the only trans icon right now and a lot of people think that you have to now now they think you have to stay in the closet until you get the surgery you know yeah which and the, yeah they only want like passing trans people you know which is sad and then we have, like, uh, Laverne Cox, who is, like, trying to turn the ship, but it's still, like, wow, she's yeah. really passing. But she'll talk it's... about, like, a 17-year-old who, like, goes to high school. Yeah. It's just, like, it's 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 all a, it's all a, a clusterfuck. 
And yeah. like, I definitely only was uh, like, I only had the illusion of like, wow, I'm trans. I'm like one of those like really cool people now, you know, for like a few months before I realized that everyone was a lot cooler than me. And that's just how it has to be. Yeah, that's just that's the way the the estradiol crumbles. <laughs> it's it's the, the way it dissolves. Yeah. Have you? Did you watch the? Um, yeah, you didn't watch most of the H bomber guy stuff, but there was mm-hmm. a part in it where, like a, there was like a video of I follow her on Twitter now, but she crushed up her estradiol and snorted it. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. And then she got on the what stream the and she was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm kind of crazy. I, I just, just, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, we have some next level memers in <laughs> in the fucking, in, in the, the, the queer community. Mm-hmm. That's fucking sick. Yeah, I saw, I was, I didn't watch that stream because I was like away from home mm-hmm. and getting pretty annoyed with everyone constantly, like talking about it like i had it block like it the word blocked for a while because i was just like i just i can't participate and i don't want to feel left out so yeah i get you (laughs) but yeah i'm very liberal with the blocks and like some people have gotten mad at me for it because like (laughs) like sometimes like people will like you know post shit on my uh feed and i'll mute or block them for a little while because i just don't want to see that post while i'm scrolling you know yeah, like it, it's nothing more than, than that. Like, and I always unblock and refollow afterwards. But like, still, like, you just need to take that time away from yeah that shitty thing. It's just control, like learning to control my particular mental health needs. You know? Yeah, it's it's a lot better than like being upset about it, trying to not get on Twitter again, like, and like just being like feeling trapped because I can't go online. Because people are going to get mad at me if I curate my experience, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, like, if you decide to comment on it and be like, hey, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, it's it's just hard. Um, it's it's but, really fucking hard. But it's it's good, too. And I'm having, you know, I've been, I've been having good days recently, so. Well, good. Yeah. Th- that's I'm, always I'm, nice. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's... Hmm. Uh, <laughs> shit yeah i don't think it's not that we like like stop the train it's more just that i'm like oh yeah that wait we're not gonna talk about that <laughs> <laughs> whoops um but yeah um i kind of wanted to bring up because i not that i wanted to like stop you but i brought up support groups because i went to i go hmm. to a community college at the time at the time of this recording and i knew that like they had like a gender and sexuality alliance and i was like cool everybody was like friends with me in high school and mine there so i'll just go there and it's on a thursday evening from like three o'clock to six p.m and i'm like that's literally crazy that's longer than most classes (laughs) what are you doing and then i show up and like everybody there it's is just an orgy yeah like well it, <laughs> a little it kind of becomes a little bit in a teeny tiny way like that oh my god so, yeah so i'm like you know i talk to the people there i'm like talking to this guy andre andre is pretty cool whatever they won't be able to find us 
Andre, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, you know, Andre's cool. I'm talking to like the president and then we like go through the meeting. We talk about a play that's like happening. It's like, it's the Laramie project. It's all about this, uh, gay hate crime. And I'm like, Hey, is it actually going to be like pro LGBT? Because all these other plays that I saw here were really centrist and shitty. So, uh, what's going on with that? And they're like, (laughs) we'll try our best. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. And then, so they, they keep on bringing up like, Oh yeah, this girl's going to show up and I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. More people. It's better to have, you know, five rather than four members of this club that goes for three hours, you know? Right. And then she shows up and she's like this super passing trans girl. And I'm like, cool, sick. Maybe I'll like be your friend or, more than that uh she seems cool and then like i this conversation kind of slows down and i'm like oh yeah can i um like add y'all on like any kind of social media or whatever and then like the president's like oh you got a discord and i was yeah sure and then the passing trans girl is like uh do you have a fet life that's the only social media i have oh my god (laughs) yeah Woo! And I had wow. to pretend that I didn't know what that was. Because right. it's, it's not that I have it, but I'm really aware. So I was just like, yeah, sorry, I don't know what that is. And she was like, oh, well, and blah, 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 blah. And then later she's talking like, hey, can you get me a knife or like that sword that you have? Is it really sharp or really, really dull? Because it can only be one or the other. And I'm like... Oh my god. This is really weird. <laughs> and then, hours, <laughs> like, in the last hour, the final hour of this horrible meeting, and I'm, like, still trying to, like, make friends with people, her ex-pastor 31-year-old boyfriend shows up, who is also, like, into BDSM, and also knows Andre. Holy fuck. Yeah. And Just, I'm, like... This is really weird, and also, like, they were talking, like, oh, yeah, I, I probably taught lessons to you at church, and now I'm blah, 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 <laughs> like, and they Man. were just, ugh, ugh. I, you know, I, 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 I really do begrudge how much, like, weird sex shit is, like, considered, like, required in like queer spaces sometimes like yeah I, I don't know it's just like i get it because you felt repressed in both ways because you were hiding your identity as like a woman but also as like a a freak of nature but like <laughs> <laughs> but like maybe just like maybe just like not talk about it to my face please yeah like i i get tremendously uncomfortable when i'm like you know if i i'm out with someone and they're like oh yeah you know like i was I was blowing this guy, you know, and I'm yeah. just like, stop, like, you know, it's especially with the fun. weird or just like, especially when it's like weird shit. And it's just like, yeah, you know, I was having sex with this Tinder date and he started like choking me and uh, out and like I passed out. And I'm like, I know you're into that, but like, Jesus, we are in a fucking Sonic right now. <laughs> we're like, in a Sonic. We're in a Sonic. We're at the drive-thru at Sonic. Yeah. Uh, That's what I was going to correct you on, not just the fact that you're at a Sonic. Well, the only Sonic that the only Sonics we ever had was one the one that was a restaurant that failed. And, That's uh, fucking weird. And uh, um, there's one in the mall that's like a food court. Like yes, Sonic. Yeah. 
that's really that's even weird. weirder. I yeah, I've only ever experienced Sonics as being the the shitty drive-through place. Yeah, I hate that shit. But not yeah. not to get on a Sonic tangent, but yeah, I don't like when people like get in my face about their weird stuff because I like have weird stuff too, but I just don't like I don't share it publicly. You know, yeah. like. I You're have ashamed like, of it, like everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and I'm not even ashamed of it. I'm just like understand. I understand my own optics. Like, I I like know how it comes across when the first thing you tell someone is, "Hi, I'm a bottom. I like to get fucked and beaten up." You know? Yeah. It's just like it's just like, like okay. I really wasn't interested. I just like you know, <laughs> we're just here and we're like both we're both queer. Exactly, because it, it's it's not part of the com- it's not part of my like vocabulary to. I'm not equipped to like talk about somebody else's sex life in a funny way. Because like the, the weird part about it was that like she brought up that like she went to like a a fetish convention and she's like going again, and me like trying to be like jokey joke was like oh I'll go and see what all the hubbub's about. <laughs> Oh god. And like nobody got it or like nobody understood that I was like trying to be funny. So it just kind of like landed and then like nobody acknowledged it and I was like that's Oof. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess I'm here. Yeah, guess I'm going to sit here for the next 2 hours and uh try and make friends with everybody else. Oh man. That, yeah. that I I I always have that problem too. Like for whatever reason in a room full of trans people, like it's just the the mood gets so severe sometimes that like yeah. any attempt at lightheartedness comes across as like total insincerity like and it's just yeah. like man i'm just like trying to break the ice here everyone's being so severe we've talked about hate crimes we've <laughs> talked about fetishes like like does anyone have anything like funny to say did you listen to the new blink 182 song <laughs> <laughs> did you listen to the new blink 155 yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's yeah. the other thing, it's like I'm not into any fucking like any cool things. Like You don't like normie basically. queer stuff. I don't yeah, I I'm not like I don't fit into any of the subcategories of normie queer stuff where I'm just like like I, I like pop punk and I listen to this podcast and I I listen to rap, which has like a you know, a, a odd relationship with queerness, you know. Yeah. Like, and then I listen to, uh, or I, uh, yeah, I don't watch, like, any normie TV shows, and I, I'm not a Nintendo person, and I'm not a gamer, you know? Good. And I'm not in any, yeah, no, fuck, fuck gamers, fuck video games, you know? Like, I don't, I don't have time for that shit, like. (laughs) Alright, let's not go too far. (laughs) Fuck video games, (laughs) fucking Nintendo Switch piece of shit i actually really like the nintendo switch but uh, i don't have it but i'm sure it's sick it's it's probably like the best game console ever yeah like it's just it's so good like it's it's everything just works on it you know Mm -hmm. well especially like you know they they brought back uh cartridges instead of cd discs (laughs) (laughs) oh they it's no loading (laughs) even though they're still loading (laughs) like yeah there was still loading on Donkey Kong 64, everybody. Yep, it still sucked. You know. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, I totally I get that cuz even with like, you know, my other co-host, 
she loves the Wachowskis. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, um, I don't like The Matrix. Cloud Atlas was pretty sick. And that's all I got. Like, I, I didn't watch that Netflix show that got canceled because I, I thought it looked bad. It looked like, you know, Riverdale, but for no one. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, it's just... Because it, even it's like... Shows like Orphan Black, which I have like a lot of lesbian friends who are like into Orphan Black, and I'm like, cool. Uh, <laughs> did yeah, you watch I Top Gear? <laughs> yeah, I can't deal with that sort of like super severe, dark, serious stuff. Like I, I just I need like humor and light, lightheartedness, and like it, it's just like I need it, you know. Yeah. Like I watch cartoons mostly, and like Top Gear, like you said. <laughs> exactly. It's like it's the only thing that's you know valid. And like yeah. fun to watch. I'm still going through. All... Like, do you watch Steven Universe then? Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's like normy trans culture. Yeah, that's normy enough. Yeah, I just don't ever talk to those people because, like, oh my god, it's like the worst fandom ever. Oh like, yeah. It's not. It's not actually because like there's been other worst fandoms and I've been in them, but mm-hmm. like as far as just like level of toxicity goes, like just so bad, like to the point where like. It just anything that's even slightly wrong with it, people get like so mad about. Like, oh yeah. And I just, I think devoting your whole life to a children's cartoon is like really sad, and like getting <laughs> getting super mad over over them not making the right SpongeBob reference in the uh, in the Super Bowl is uh <laughs> is is one of the most pathetic things I've ever seen. Like, yeah. Just please, please have have some self awareness. Like, I almost felt that, like I, because I didn't watch Super Bowl. Like I, I was mm-hmm. hang, hanging out with my friends the whole night, and we didn't even turn it on. There was like one super straight <laughs> white guy who was like, "Yeah, I want to watch the game," and he left like twenty minutes into the party. <laughs> oh, and we we're like, "Yeah, you're not part of this. <laughs> Sorry, we're gonna watch the Puppy Bowl and play Uno oh. for four hours." That's amazing. But yeah, it's just like after. And I saw, like, everybody being like, oh, they did the wrong thing for Spongebob. And I'm like, oh, man, they must have really fucked it up. And then I watched it, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of sick. You know, sick of yeah, a good song. I, I know, that's what I thought, too. And, like, I, I actually had the experience of seeing it live because I was in a restaurant at the time, mm. like, with my parents. Like, my parents were just like, we don't want to watch the game because our, our friends that we watch with aren't down anymore. So we're just going to, like go out to dinner and it in the the halftime show came on and i noticed the spongebob thing and i was like oh that's cool they like were, you know someone was talking about how they wanted like a reference to this episode and stuff and i was like that's pretty sick and like you know i like and then sicko mode is awesome and like uh fucking squidward introducing travis scott was really funny so yeah. like i was i was into it and then like i, I go online and just like the internet's on fire and being like, this is disrespectful to Steven Hillenburg. And, uh, he didn't you know, die for cancer for this. He didn't die of cancer for fucking this. And it's just like, whoa, dude. Yeah. Like there's like, yeah, it was, it was just like, so, so infuriating that I went on a little like Twitter freak out about it. <laughs> Cause like, I was just like, I need to like have my shit said because I feel like I'm going crazy, you know? 
Well, and especially it feels like that because the, there's like the biggest problem with being on Twitter is that everything feels like a crisis. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, like the, the every... whole burger thing, like people freaked out about that for like three days after it was like, it was already over and done with. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it, it's just like, it's such a, like a severe space and everyone's like looking for, I had a really long, com- good conversation with a friend of mine about how like, you know, that, that outrage culture is sort of a thing, but it's not, it's not like what it's brought up to be like it's not people who are mad about like racism and stuff because that's like stuff worth getting mad about it's people who are mad that they didn't make the right spongebob joke yeah they they made the the wrong joke long enough they didn't yeah they didn't play the whole song that only 20 percent of the viewing audience would recognize like yeah that's and and that is disrespectful because i decided that they were going to do that and it's oh yeah, it's only because everybody assumed like all the articles and like everybody posting on Twitter is like they're gonna play Sweet Victory when reality yeah. was like they will Sweet Victory or SpongeBob will be featured in some way, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like they they just said, oh, we're doing a SpongeBob mm, reference. It's you know, and they did, and then it was Travis Scott, and that was great. Like I was I was super happy because like I was in a. I was in a um, a restaurant and Sicko Mode started playing, and I was like, "Hell yeah!" Like usually, <laughs> I'm just listening to like the Eagles or something, and like a, it was a Red Robin. Oh, so uh, yeah, so yeah, we were, it was it was going to be like Hall and Oates or the Eagles or you know one of those dad like any other shitty dad. band. <laughs> yeah, just any other band that nobody gives a fuck about. You know, just every Journey song except for it's only "Don't Stop Believing." Yeah. <laughs> But Gotta yeah. love. Huh? Not love. I said, got, "Gotta love." Uh, don't stop believing. Got, yeah, gotta love it. You know, that's another weird. I don't know if you've experienced this because, again, you're not watching like grim, dark shit. But I, <laughs> I finished watching The Sopranos like a few months ago, and then I'm like checking my Twitter, and everybody's like, "Oh, I'm watching The Sopranos again," and I'm like, "I saw that," and I'm not watching The Sopranos, but I saw everyone was. Like, it's Sopranos season. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Enjoy yeah. it. Guys. The Sopranos is just, like, another iteration of The Thing, which is, like, yeah. what I call, like, whenever, like, there's a, something that you need, like, that the demographic of, like, our, or, of, like, of, like, my age to, like, 30 of, like, you need to watch this show. Like, it's... It's The Sopranos, it's The Wire, it's Stranger Things, it's Breaking this and Bad. that and the other thing, and Breaking Bad, and, you know, all those shows. It's just like, it's every once in a while, it's just a new thing comes out, and everyone needs to listen to, to watch it, you know? Yeah. And I never do. I I really want to sometime, but I also, like, like Josiah, I love not knowing anything about Stranger <laughs> Things. Like, it yeah. still gets people up in arms. It's still really funny. Like I have, I have friends who like they get home from work and all they do is they watch TV shows on Netflix, and like they've seen every show on Netflix, and they they have a, a pirated like collection of every show that's like ever come out on TV, and that's their whole life. And they watch just nothing but like weird, obscure TV shows, and I'm just like, wow, you are devoted. 
Yeah, like you're a lifer right there. But but you are you're going. I wish I could go as hard for anything as you're going for this right now. Yeah, I can't even like listen to like all the albums by like a band that I love. You know? Yeah. I'll still listen it's to the hard. same four songs by the Thermals, and I'm like, this is really good. I love the Thermals. <laughs> yeah, the Thermals are sick, and they have like. They're so good with the singles, but yeah, their albums are so like impenetrable sometimes. Yeah, and it's just like, why? Why would you even do that when you already found all the songs you like? Yeah, I don't need to listen to side two of the Body of the Blood of the Machine. I have all of the that, pop hits. That that like sometimes like it's risky doing that because you like you'll you'll find a song and you'll be like, oh man, this band, who is this? I love this. This is great. I'm so excited, and then. You listen to another song and you're like, wow, I fucking hate this. <laughs> this is awful. Yeah. This is like, I can't believe that I said that I like this band one song ago, you know? Because, and like, that's yeah. just how it happens. Shout out to fucking, uh, what's that band called? Uh, oh God, I can't remember their name. They're like a modern pop punk oh, band uh, and they had like a big hit. Uh, <laughs> and they, they all dress like, like, uh, like weird hype beasts like they wear like streetwear but they're like a pop punk band oh I don't, five um, seconds of summer i don't know no they're like uh real friends no i'm gonna i'm gonna look this shit up now because i'm i'm not hardcore into the pop punk i, neck I like deep. i'm thinking of neck deep neck deep yeah 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 Yeah, they fucking suck like that like one song is incredible like yeah. one of the best songs i've ever heard in my life and then like Every other song I've heard about by them is unlistenably bad. Like they're pretty rough as a like entry level pop punk band or whatever. Yeah, but I I love I love In Bloom. Like that song is amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah, totally. But yeah, it's like you you always run that risk of like trying to find like something, uh, trying to like. Find, yeah, find something you love that doesn't get ruined for you by the context. Like, I love the Thermals, too, and they're, like, they're local favorites because they're from my city, and I've seen them twice, and, like, like I'm, I'm a fan of them. But, like, they maybe, they have, like, one classic album and, like, a handful of great singles, like, at best. Oh, you yeah. Know? And they're the best band to come from Portland, and that's sad, but yeah, that's Yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you is. any other band that was, like, as sick. Maybe like yeah. there's like a, a, a stoner metal band that's like kind mm. of Red Fang. They're super mm, sick. Yes, I've seen Red Fang. Yeah, they're like oh almost as good. Sorry, as... I just remembered. Actually, I can't believe you you somehow managed to bring this to, to get this to be brought up. Oh, but shit. I saw Red Fang in a high school basement. That's fucking rad. Yeah, I a friend of mine went to a local high school of mine's metal club. They they held it once a month and it was like a five it was a five band like uh, showcase of like local metal acts Mm -hmm. because you know and like there were some incredible bands um, there and I went one time because I wasn't a metal person but she was this is the same friend who dresses really cool now Uh, and uh, she she brought me. And we went, it, it was it was crazy. We went into this fucking high school basement, and there were five bands. One of them was Red Fang. Uh, Hell yeah. Another one was a grindcore band called Holy Illuminated Man of God. And so they, were, they were a three-piece, uh, guitar, drums, and vocals. 
and they dressed like extremely 2009 like normie mm-hmm. like were like kind of like the crossover from scene into hipster where it's like the guy had swoop hair but he was wearing a, a pink polo shirt and like <laughs> you know not quite full like weirdo like internet shit yet but like you know and he was he had like a a, a like a telecaster and he was wearing it super high uh, mm. and then the the singer was this like girl in like a pretty dress and like they just ripped shit up and like yeah. i got a I got a nosebleed in the fucking pit to that band and Fuck then that. red fang played um and I, I met them in the uh back of a fucking bus and then or not a bus uh, like no a bus like a city bus like oh. later like not like they didn't have a tour bus but like um not a school bus <laughs> Or not a school bus either, but it was it was uh, uh, fucking like yeah, just public transit. I saw them like later, and then like there was this other band that was like uh, like kind of a, a um, like an Enter Shikari type electronic mm. post hardcore band, yeah, like, yeah. and they were fucking sick. Um, so that that was that's my uh, that's my experience with that band. <laughs> Hell yeah! You know what? That's actually really fucking <laughs> weird because. You're bringing up that you're gonna you live in Portland and all that, or maybe mm-hmm. maybe you don't. I don't know. I I live in the suburbs of Portland. Okay, Cause, I'm not gonna dock myself. Yeah, because it's fucking funny. The last time I met, or the only time I met the other co-host who's not here, Stephanie, was when I visited my sister in Portland, and my sister oh, just wow. moved back, and she's like, "Hey, visit me sometime." So I think. We have something in the works. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's hey, fucking sick. If I, if you're still in there, uh, in the spring months, maybe I will. I will yeah. try to hit you up. I, I probably, I most likely will be here. This like I've, I've pretty much settled on just living my whole life in this general geographic region. It's a, hey, it's a pretty good place to live if you, if you want to be different, <laughs> even in slightly different ways. Yeah. It's definitely interesting seeing, like, the culture of being different be the predominant culture, like, where you are. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, it's definitely its own level of bizarre fuckery that, like, leads to, like, things like, you know, literally everyone being like, oh, I don't know anything about sports. What is this sport ball? It's all the same (laughs) thing to me. Ha ha. Yeah, and there's, like, you guys literally have a basketball team. We have, like, one of the most celebrated basketball teams in the country. And, like, like, who's always getting fucking, like, sick players that eventually get bought up by other teams. (laughs) But, hey, you know, we ain't gonna watch that shit. I I love, I mean, yeah, I will. Like, if you just leave me to it, you know? Like, leave it all for me. I'm totally out here. I'm, I'm here for being the weird among the weirdos, you know? Yeah. Like by just like embracing shit that nobody else likes, like uh, like pop punk, you know. Mm-hmm. That definitely and hasn't I've, turned I've, around yet, you know. I've tried so many times to start a pop punk band in the city, and it's impossible. Like, yeah, nobody, like all the drummers just want to play. Like, they're they're either like former band kids, uh, which you'd think would be perfect for pop punk, but they all want to play like Dave Matthews Band tasteful shit yeah like or they or it's like everyone wants to be an indie kid and like do some like 
rudimentary post-punk shit or like whatever and it's just like man i just want like someone who can rip shit while yeah. i place three three chord songs you know and there like there are like a few like just straight up punk bands but they're way too self-serious in portland oh for it God, to really yeah. you know have any fun it's too much like you can't like i've tried like i wanted there's there's been so many bands i wanted to fucking audition for and mm-hmm. i just like couldn't like deal with them you know yeah. like they're just like so serious and like they would be like stop jumping around it <laughs> looks bad and i'm like but like we're a punk band i thought we were supposed to jump around yeah. you know johnny but, ramon no. jumped around John, johnny ramon was a republican <laughs> yeah which one wait was he he was the republican right i i'm not sure i read the I wikipedia don't... a few times and i don't remember I read the Wikipedia a few times and I still don't know like any of their names actually. Like it's like, I get it. Like have all the same last name is a very standard like punk thing. Yeah. But like, man, it's fucking confusing. It's super confusing. And especially like the friend group I'm in, like all my friends like held this opinion that the Ramones suck. Cause they're all like the same songs. And then it's like slowly, like I've been breaking them down where they're like, well, no, I like that one and that one too. And this song's great. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, exactly. Cause yeah, they're fucking sick and you don't, it's just because they, they're not the sex pistols of like the originating punk and they're interesting. You know, they existed yeah. for too long. That was their problem. That, that was their only problem is they, they were a band that needed like at most two albums and they gave us too many yeah. and all of them have bad covers. All, pretty much all of them yeah pretty much all of them have awful awful covers and that's like it's so weird because every all of my favorite bands like their last album cover suck like mm-hmm. talking heads naked shitty like the clashes last album looks like just somebody who doesn't know what punk is but like trying to make a punk cover and then you just yeah. have the shittiest ramones cover which is like alternative weekly comics i guess and it's like this yeah. weird green man it's just like they don't they had no idea what they were doing and like they they're interesting because they're a band that like a lot of people love for their sort of like very general like normie kind of guy attitude but like mm. they have no artistry whatsoever so like yeah. like they're all their album covers it sounds like they they literally just asked asked people to set it up for them you know yeah and like they put it in the hands of people who are just like i don't know like make do a silhouette and put the name on it you know oh i got an idea we're gonna have a a big granite slab on top of you that like they're gonna actually have like multiple granite like rectangles just around you and you're gonna stand around them okay yeah also your vinyl's gonna be red that's the cover yeah like and it's it's kind of cool that way, but it also made for some really, really fugly covers. Yeah. But yeah, all bands where all the songs sound the same were fucking sick, you know. Exactly. Like yeah. that used to be a huge criticism for me, and then like I was like, wait a minute, like all those bands are good. Like Rage Against the Machine is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like it's because because he he just goes ah, and then the riff happens, and the riff <laughs> is good. So like, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. You know. As long as fucking not 
Isn't that Tom Morello? Yeah, Tom Morello's doing the sick riff, whatever. Yeah. He's doing the riff, he's scratching to make it sound like a turntable, that's cool. Like, you know, it's it's kind of funny, because, like, I feel like those bands got kind of tossed off for being uncool, because it's, like, edgy high school music, but, like, like, I feel like bands that are out now, I can't even, like, say a descriptor about them, you know? Because they don't have anything interesting to say. Like the the only like the 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 only way I could like describe waves is like oh yeah isn't that guy a landlord now? <laughs> you know it's like it's just like dumb bullshit Twitter whining you know mm. like that I think of instead of like like anything about how that band sounds you know yeah. like their first album was way too distorted in like the worst way possible and then I got nothing yeah it's just like oh yeah they're the band that made the the songs that sounded like shit. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> it sounded like if it was in a completely different context and maybe Wayne Cone was, like, ahead of it, it would be okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it was good a really Lord. good Flaming Lips deep cut. <laughs> no yeah. waves. Fuck. But, yeah. And, yeah, just, like, all, like, indie shit. Because even, like, I kind of I bit the fucking bedroom pop shit, like, way too early. Because they like mm. Spotify made that playlist, and I was like, "Oh, sick!" And the only one I like like only releases a song every six months or so, and it's just yeah. like, about her being gay. And I'm like, "This is good," but everything else <laughs> is shit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's super actually. Like, I find like the scene of like trans and queer music like really kind of dry right now. Do you like, like uh, Left at London at all? She's okay. Yeah, I think out of all of them, she's probably. My favorite. I still like only think of her vines half the time, though. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I'll just be sitting there and I'll be like, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, God damn it. Like, how can you make something so prevailing and then like also be a really important person? Yeah. And make really like R- like real art. Yeah. Real, really good pop indie stuff. Yeah. I need to, like, listen to her more, but it's, like, I also, I'm not into, like, music about suffering, you know? I mean, most of it's not, honestly. I mean, yeah, that's true. Uh, That's my main problem with Against Me at this point, is that, like, all their music is just about fucking, like, suffering. And it's just like, okay, like, there's more to this than that, you know? That was, Also, sound corny. They do sound really corny, and that's just, like, the That was, like... I I really <laughs> tried no you're fine. I tried to um like when I was discovering the whole trans thing like <laughs> Dysphoria Blues like fucking hit hard, but now of I course. Like, I listen to it and I'm just like I really can't. This it just it's, it feels wrong. It sounds like Ballroom Blitz. Like <laughs> yeah. and it it sounds like Ballroom Blitz and it's like it's super on the nose and it's like super like like very basic, like, like I get it. Like, yeah, this is what where I was like a year ago, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, please. It's also actually like, someone. Yeah. When I had one of my uh, moments on Twitter, uh, you know, <laughs> someone many. someone linked me uh, that song. I mean, like this song helped me a lot. And I oh, was, I like, saw that. That was so fucking funny. I was. It was really funny, and like I, I really do appreciate that person. Like looking out for me but like i've heard it you know yeah like clearly i've heard it i'm a i'm a a trans person who's into pop punk 
I've heard the I've heard the, the album. Okay, I heard like, the it's train fine. song. Okay, I heard it. Like yeah. I, it's I feel like Josiah sometimes, or like someone's like, "Have you listened to Black Dresses?" And I'm like, "Yes, yeah. I'm over it." Like, <laughs> I don't care. It's just like I'm sorry. Like, you know, I just don't give a fuck. Like, I used to know one of the people from Black Dresses, and she was a dick, so I don't care. <laughs> like. Honestly, I think I need to be schooled on because I don't know what the fuck Black Dresses is. Is that a trans okay. band? They, yeah, it's a duo of this one girl. Um, I, it's t- it's two girls, and they're like a bedroom, another kind of queer bedroom pop duo. Mm. And uh, they like are kind of they're really hitting pretty hard right now. Like, you know, they're they're fucking going places, and yeah. like one of the uh, one of the people used to be in one of the fandoms I was in. Huh. Uh, <laughs> people who know who this person is are like, look that now I've just outed myself, but uh, <laughs> yeah, she she used to be in one of the fandoms I was in, and she just was really gatekeepy, you know? Uh, yeah, because she she was like one of those people who came out in at, at like a young a younger age and like uh, was super weird about it because like you know the prevailing trend in like 2013 was that like you could be a copycat, you know. Yeah, you, and could, you could be doing. You could be doing it for the wrong reasons, and that I needed to stop you from doing that. But like, yeah, that was. I'm not the biggest. I mean, like, I'm not gonna blame her. But like, please don't fucking go after her. I might also be misremembering. It was a long time ago. It was on Skype. It was very confusing. But like, you know, people people acted that way, and now I just can't give a fuck about them because I think their music's boring. At the end of the day, yeah, like. And that's you know, fine. There's nothing wrong yeah. with, like, you, you, like, had this bad experience with them at a time, and, like, now you're like, well, whatever. They could be a yeah. totally nice person. Yeah, they, they could be the sweetest person in the world and, like, awesome, but, yeah, I just don't. I'm not, I don't, I don't fuck with, you know? Yeah. I have that same thing with, um, there was a friend of mine who passed on high school and like there was a person who was like oh yeah they were like my friend and like they like talked to their this person's parents like after it happened it was like really trying to be like yeah i knew him i'm trying to support you blah 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 and everybody who like actually was friends with that person was like i hate you doesn't matter yeah. if you're a good person like we don't like you for like what are you doing you know yeah that's always tough when like people people die and then their like way to like deal with it is to pretend that they cared, you know? Yeah. And when they like, just feel really guilty for not caring. Exactly. Yeah. Or even like they like know subconsciously like oh this person didn't like me so I have to like write the wrong. Exactly. It's it's just like it's super <laughs> sad. Like it's it's hard cuz like when when you're when you're close to someone and they pass away, like, you know how to feel, you know? Mm-hmm. But when you're, like, marginally close with someone and they pass away, like, someone who I knew in middle school uh, died very suddenly and very tragically in a house fire, mm-hmm. like, while I was in high school. And I didn't know how to feel because I was out of contact with this person. And honestly, I wasn't, like, nice to him at all. You know, I was pretty mean to him, like... You know, and like I yeah. could have, you know, I w- I felt weird, but like he was gone. But it looked like he had moved on and found confidence, and it was just tragedy, you know. Yeah, 
but I didn't make like a mournful Facebook post being like, oh man, I, you know, wish I could have known you better, you know? <laughs> this took a turn. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in a, we're in a hole right now. Yeah. Also, do you ever like just notice that you do, I mean, I don't know like how many podcasts you have been on, but like, I am so painfully aware of the cliches that I contribute to, you know? Yeah, I uh, I don't listen to podcasts, so I'm not aware of podcast cliches. Really, I only listen to the one, oh, like okay. basically. So it's just like it's like I've I've really tried. Even some of the other like podcasts that have come out of the nation, I've tried and have not succeeded. But I think you I think you sound fine. Like yeah, no, you I haven't been. You've been keeping me on track. Yeah, <laughs> which is we, helpful. We're definitely on track towards. A vague goal but yeah it's just like i don't know i made like on my uh that meme account i was like oh yeah like every podcast like references the intro as a joke at some point and yeah like 55 did it like where they like pretended to do the intro like 10 minutes into the episode and i was like oh yeah <laughs> you ventured into yeah. a, a podcast cliche sir Josiah. exactly it just happens you know yeah. like you you just kind of fall into it because it's like there's things that feel natural to do. And ultimately, when you're a person who's like used to kind of questioning your own sort of things that you do, like you're going to do things like bring up the intro and be like, well, you know, like because you're aware of doing an intro every time. Yeah. Like it's it's so hard to like have sort of a script and then like, you know, if anything fucks up or anything changes, you feel the need to, like, point it out, because otherwise it's going to be weird, you know? Yeah, and we so can't be, like, like, Eric Andre or, like, Tim and Eric and be like, we're really going to, like, twist this, like, cliche or thing to, like, yeah. will. It's hard to do we're that, just, like, improvisationally. Exactly. We're just not that kind of, like, we're not. We're just not that subversive. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's another hard truth, like, that you learn by listening to the pod that you're like, oh, shit, I'm just, like so normal (laughs) i'm just a per like i'm just like a person like it's it's really hard to uh you you start to wonder like how those people who are always portraying a public persona can like do it you know yeah because it's it's gonna break down eventually or maybe it won't and they'll just live a lie until they die it's just like you you either like die eric andre or you live long enough to see yourself become eric andre on nardwar you know, yeah. <laughs> or it's just like, wait, like you, by all like, no, like by all understanding of Internet shit, you should be down with this. Why are you not down? Yeah, like he was so, so weird. apprehensive. He was just like, I, he didn't know what was going on. And like, do, have you missed out? He, like, yeah, he, he probably missed out on the best Internet content besides his. Yeah. It's just like it, watching the, the Canadian guy interview interview people Mm. and yeah that whole thing was because like he tried to keep it up it's like the and i don't like talking about hot ones but like when they did uh (laughs) the fucking the crazy guy who has the vine where he's like i'm gonna blow up and not talk to anybody oh um fucking oh riffraff riffraff yeah like he was on there and he like totally was just like i am done being me Everything hurts. <laughs> Hot wings. That's amazing. Yeah, and even, like I do, I do watch those, even though I never admit that I watch those. Exactly, they're because they're so 
corporate. They're they're super corporate and they're super like like normie TV, but like also they're really good and they're like the kind of thing that if it was on TV, like I would have watched it, you know. Well, they they were on TV one time. They were on Stephen oh. Colbert at the end of the episode. Wow! Yeah. Wow! I'm that person. The, <laughs> I don't watch TV anymore. Like I'm I'm one of those. I don't I don't I don't have cable kind of people because that shit's expensive. Oh, it totally is. And if I wasn't like living with my parents right now, I oh would yeah, not. for sure. So it's my just parents, one of those things. My parents have cable, and I live relatively close to them, and I take care of their dog. Mm-hmm. during uh, the week and like i go over there and just like watch insane shit yeah <laughs> what's on HGTV like tv at 2 30 in the afternoon yeah exactly it's it's just like some like knockoff like show that's already like one of the other shows on their network you know yeah but it's only for the five percent of stay-at-home parents or whatever yeah it's like it's it's super weird i love daytime tv because it's almost like it's like, you know, when I was a kid and the internet seemed like new and shiny and mm-hmm. crazy, I w- would be like, oh, what can you find online? But now I know what's online. What can you find on fucking TV? I haven't been paying attention for the past three years, yeah. you know? That was like one of the mind-blowing things of like being like a young hormonal teen. And I don't know how this happened, but there was like, because DirecTV has like, you know, very specific uh, channels. Like it's like kids and then like it goes into like news and like hallmark and all that but in between there's like one channel i don't even know what it was but it said like girls gone wild and i was like (laughs) nobody's around Uh and i like (laughs) click on it and they just like flash somebody's boobs on tv and i'm like uh (laughs) can they do that that, that's not supposed to happen (laughs) yeah this is right next to nicktoons yeah exactly it's like oh i can Oh, I can watch, uh, you know, like old episodes of SpongeBob, but I could watch titties too. Yeah, it's I can crazy. watch people in Florida show their tits and probably get paid yeah. for it. Yeah, I figured out the pa- my parents like password protected our cable box uh, <laughs> wow. for a long time, but I figured it out like really easily. Because you just like know your parents' passwords. Not even that. It's just like they. They did one of the simple tricks you're not supposed to do where they like it was a four digit password and it was just the corners in uh, (laughs) the corner buttons in like the order that you'd read them if they were written down. You know, wow. So that's that's not it wasn't good. And so I was able to like but the thing is, like, I never used it to watch like uh, to to, like look at like like porn or whatever. I literally only did it so I could like watch Family Guy in South Park. Yeah, because you just want to stay up later and watch Adult Swim or whatever, right? Yeah, exactly. I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted, yeah, I wanted to watch the same things that everyone else did, you know? Mm -hmm. Because I didn't want to go to school and have people making a reference that I didn't understand. I was never a family guy kid. Like, I I think I was just, like, my parents, like, didn't really care what I watched. I could watch, like, The Mm -hmm. Simpsons or whatever. And I just was like, yeah, Family Guy, not for me, you know. <laughs> my parents, uh, my parents let me watch The Simpsons, but uh, they were like, yeah, Family Guy's really bad. Like, they, I think they were just more concerned about how embarrassing it was. Because yeah, know? it's legitimately terrible. 
because it's awful and like even even people who say like the first two seasons are good are fucking lying like they're not good you just thought it was good because you were you were 11 and you were like oh the funny sex man said giggity Mm -hmm. and (laughs) it's just like wow he's gonna rape somebody hilarious so good it's really funny yeah i felt that because i used to be part of um because again this is like a shitty gaming thing but there's this guy who like started his own company and like he had a conservative who was like his best friend for a while it's a long story but he was like oh yeah i never thought the simpsons was funny like family guy is just way funny it's like a 30 year old man you know wow and he his favorite band is 311 he still has earrings <laughs> oh, from the mid 90s and he's like he tried to like justify in his own stupid logic, like why being transracial is bad, but being transgender is good. And he just like <laughs> used the shittiest arguments of just like, well, you know, it's just different. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's a very weird man. Don't look up Colin Moriarty or do if you want to waste your time. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. But yeah, you know, what were we talking about? <laughs> The Simpsons. I don't know. Um, we were talking about, yeah, like something. TV that we were fucking allowed and not allowed to watch. But yeah, I don't know. That's a whole other weird growing up so, thing. I guess like the difference between like TV and uh, the internet and entertainment and hot ones. And because uh, it's like, all it's almost cyclical, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like now we're watching this like branded curated content on the internet too you know exactly. like because we, we would think that internet people were smart enough because if it was like 2007 you know half the people that like were watching lonely girl 15 they were like this shit sucks it's not like real youtube you know but now everybody mm-hmm. is just watching fucking jimmy fallon clips and whatever yeah exactly it's a it's like got its own etiquette and it's kind of funny that like tv is just kind of muscled in on this site and decided how it's going to do things like it's like it's like yeah we're snl we're going to upload a clip for 24 hours and then delete it you know do they they did they delete it afterwards they yeah they delete they I, I don't know if you know this but after a while their uh their clips go away like i did not i thought it was just like they keep it on youtube forever just to be nice. nope yeah i was i was trying to find uh the anderson pack tints performance mm. that they did uh, a while back on snl and like yeah they just they took it off their page because they did like, I I guess the reason is they don't want people the a, they want to offer those clips through an online subscription service. B they want, they don't want people to uh, like listen to live performances and music videos, like as Mm. like ways of like listening to the song, you know, because it gets like uh, the artist more streams than it would SNL. Yeah. And it's like it's it's just like weird branding shit. And like back in <laughs> back in 2012 or 2011, even like so like middle middle late YouTube, yeah. like people if you were a YouTuber who like deleted your videos after a while, people would be like, "This is like confusing. Why are you doing this?" You yeah. know. Or then people would just like re-upload them, but they'd have Russian <laughs> subtitles. Exactly. It's like you know. Usually, like, deleting something is only saved for when it needs to be deleted. Yeah. Like, for one, because... one reason or another. Yeah. That's also just, not just, like, YouTube content is very weird. Yes. It Cause... still is. It's, like, it's not 
it's it's still not like it's not full normie like it's one thing people talk about is the fact that it's still there's not much in the way of plot driven stuff even now that they have their like youtube netflix sort of shit going on like it's not like you know a youtuber is making like narrative based and if they are it sucks like the and if they are it fucking sucks yeah, like, the Smosh movie was bad, like, the, there's that Logan Paul movie that came out, Jesus, Yeah, and, yeah, like, even, because that's, like, there was, like, some joke about that where it was, like, oh, yeah, I have a, a web series that, like, it's really gonna expose me for, you know, Los Angeles script writing, it's, like, no, it's not. Yeah, no, it's, it's still, like, people are just gonna be, like, oh, you're the guy who, like, is a fucking weirdo, like, online, yeah. you know, like, People, people still don't have any respect for the internet, and honestly, now I can't blame them. Oh, yeah. Like, Logan Paul and PewDiePie are, like, really good reasons why. Like, because people always bitch about the YouTube Rewind every year, and it's like, that's a good reason why we shouldn't have YouTubers on and only have Stephen Colbert and John Oliver and whoever yeah. else. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like those people and people who want to upload clips from their family vacation. Like, yeah. That whole middle ground, like, we, we'd probably use, lose some amazing people, but, like, maybe it would be worth it if, like, just we didn't give, like, normal people an easily accessible platform to make whatever art they wanted, <laughs> you know? it just turns into shit. Cause it, yeah, 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 not everyone is actually creative, weirdly enough. Exactly. The only you know? content that I watch now is, like boring edutainment stuff so i'm just like yeah oh yeah you got you got a a degree in film theory so please i will give you patreon dollars to explain to me why this movie is good yeah i assume that's a Lindsay ellis reference Lindsay ellis uh dan the best yeah Lindsay ellis is so sick all of uh left tube i am a fan of philosophy tube yeah. h bomber guy all that that's that's too far for me. I don't like philosophy too, but uh, really? <laughs> yeah, I ha- I kind of have like because that it starts crossing over at a point into like real epic John Green like I'm smarter than you. Like I hate CGP Grey. Re- oh yeah, I I totally under- I can understand hate. that because every video he's like is just like just needing to remind you that humans are an insignificant life form, and it's just like <laughs> shut up. You're yeah. not smarter than everyone because you're a cynic, a, a cynical nihilist fucking asshole. Like, yeah, it's just like, I get it. You live an interesting life and you're pretty smart. But like, you know, like it kind of dwells into a territory where like, you know, maybe like someone being smart isn't necessarily the most like important thing, you know, mm-hmm. like that, ever of all time. Like that was like the one thing that kind of. Because I, w- I am kind of still a fan of CGP Grey, but he did a Q&A, and he was like, somebody asked him, do you like jazz? And he had this whole long thing of like, I only like repetition music, you know? So jazz is not interesting or good for me in any way. And I'm like, what a, wow, you're a what boring a, man. What a base, first off, that's boring. Second of all, that's not even like a good, like, analysis of, like, that's a, that's a very base level understanding of jazz. That's yeah. basically like thinking that jazz is just improv, you know? Yeah, and because you can totally, I mean, you can academia it all you want and like be like, oh, yeah. no, actually they're doing a lot of repetition. You just don't understand chords, you know? Yeah, it's just like, that's like not, 
it's just not like it's one of those things where someone is trying to sound like super smart, but they're at the end of the day, they're not like it's like being above modern art, you know, yeah, like God. it's like one of those things where it's just like, wait, what? Like you you actually like think that something's like bad because it's simple, you know, which obviously that's not what he's saying about music. But like, yeah, that same sort of mindset of like you just like you don't understand something, but you are not willing to look at it a little bit closer. So you're just like, like, you can't just say, I just, it's not really my scene. I don't know that much about it. You know? Yeah. You like have he to has to like, say, whatever that like, I have he he has has to, to say, academia it. it's, it's the fault of the music. The music's wrong. Yeah. It's not me being uninformed <laughs> because I can't be uninformed because I'm CGP gray. And I have a podcast with the, with the, um, that British the number dude. file guy. Yeah. Oh, is and, it number uh, file dude? Yeah, it's the guy it's the guy who is like the director of like all of those channels. Oh my god. Yeah. That's it's crazy actually. Yeah, that's all like it's so weird cuz it's all intertangled and everything is everybody knows everybody. Yeah. It's it's definitely like one of the last surviving YouTube scenes cuz it's there's no controversy and it's just like it can only <laughs> go better no but like all of these like college educated nerds like none of them are like rapists so like no one's <laughs> yeah. getting ousted you know and if they would have been like they would have gotten ousted in college like while exactly. that was happening you know they, yeah they wouldn't be able to get through college while being a fucking sex pest uh <laughs> bloody sex pest jesus christ saying? <laughs> well then i would like to we'll wrap this up a little bit because i do have yeah. to go but yeah yeah, my uh, phone is like at four percent so i'm so sorry uh That's do you have fine. a quick opinion about contrapoints are you for against neutral whatever i am i don't know that much about her okay i've definitely like said in the past a few times that she seems like she could be shitty you know mm-hmm like, and then there was some, I noticed there was some controversy around so, some recent stuff she'd been saying in, in certain circles, but I don't, again, don't know that much about her. Other uh, With her videos, I just find them super grating and annoying. And again, it's like, I don't really want the opinion of like a super passing trans person, you know, mm-hmm. like I just not, I'm just not here for it. It doesn't relate to me. So I never seek it out. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't really know that much about her. I, yeah, because I, I asked that question and I totally forgot, and then you jogged my memory immediately where you were like, oh yeah, ContraPoint sucks, and I was like, oh yeah, she did tweet that. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, because yeah. that was like in the middle of her, because before like the quote-unquote big controversy were like i'm still on tumblr so like i read people who were like uh her using like offensive language to get people to change their mind is bad which is a whole mm-hmm. other thing she had a video where it was like the two sides of her brain that was like hey i don't give a shit about passing the other part of her was like i really need to pass or else i'll feel invalidated and mm-hmm. like people thought that she was kind of insinuating that like the passing side of her brain was like more correct or she was trying to like mm. have better arguments for it when I think it was just like her cause all of her videos are so like, they're just her ideas, you know, she'll right. be the first to admit like there's no wrong way to be trans, blah, 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 blah. 
It sounds like more that she was like kind of trying to defend that side of her brain and be like, no, it is important because it keeps me happy, you know? Yeah. It's, and that makes sense from what you're just saying. I've never seen this video, but <laughs> it might. Yeah. You might, you'll draw your own conclusions, you know, as other people have said, but it's like, there was that. And then also she had a video called our traps gay and uh... <laughs> yeah, but she like uses that to be like, Hey, dipshit who thinks traps are gay. No, I will explain it to you, little babby. I will spoon feed you the information. You know, it wasn't for us. Right. It was for fucking idiots, which I get. It's like, again, it's it's like how you have to, like, break down being trans to, like, a relative who just whatever. Yeah. They don't get it. I definitely understand that. And I'm also, like, I've I've been in circles before where people, like, bring up like sincerely things about traps and i'm like please stop like just this is this is a bad like i'm not like completely equipped to say you know and i I think that's probably where a lot of the controversy comes from is just like you know like one it's it's always just hard when you have when you're just one person trying to summarize something for idiots you know yeah because you like there's Again, you're only as smart as, like, the people you surround yourself with and, like, try and, you know, figure it out. Yeah. And I'm, that's, that's why I never, like, I rarely make statements about things. Like, I try and spread positivity when I can, but, like, I won't, like, I won't call people out for things unless I'm absolutely certain that I haven't done anything worse, you know? Yeah, I totally feel that. Like, I don't want, I just don't want people to go digging. It's not that it's super bad, but like, there are things you could accuse me of. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'll admit it. I'll like, yeah, I was in a band and a lot of our (laughs) songs had the F slur in it, you know, like, and like, I'm gay, but the singer wasn't gay. The person who wrote those songs isn't gay, but I kind of permitted him to do that because like, it was part of this like thing that we were doing at the time and i was super into the idea of just like making the words quote meaningless and i was a dumb kid you know Mm -hmm. but like i thought that you know putting it where using it in that sort of self-deprecating way was like cool and now i don't think it's cool anymore and you could find those records and be like you're bad and i'm like yeah i am bad you know i'm Mm -hmm. a little bad that's why i don't take a morally high stance because i'm not perfect you know yeah, and I, I totally, I feel that too, because there are, you know, I'm only 19, but, like, there are totally, mm-hmm. nothing, like, shitty, shitty, but, like, I've been in relationships in high school where it's, like, it just, it, you know, never works out in your favor, and, like, it's, like, shit, well, we both look like assholes, but there, you could totally, like, put a different lighting on it, and, like, I would be in the worst spot, you know? Exactly, and it's, like, it's one of those things where you just... You just kind of want people to, like, leave you alone, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's in such a volatile, like, if you do anything wrong, you're fucking canceled. Like, you're you're over. Like, yeah, which is so it's, scary. It's terrifying because it's like, like, I don't even know what's on my Twitter profile. Like, there could be some me, like, using a slur or, like, being, like, super edgy or making, like, a really, like, bad joke about a celebrity who died recently. Yeah. Because there was a while where I thought that was the best thing you could be, you know? Anthony Jenselnik. Yeah. Just like, it's it's just gonna, it's come, it's gonna come around and uh, bite me in the ass at some point. But, well, like, I also you know that I'm gonna be, 
I'm gonna be def- I'm gonna be de- able to defend myself. I think you know. Yeah. Ultimately, because I've not staked out this claim as a bastion for trans like rights, I just am a trans person. You know. Mm-hmm. I trying we- to make art, trying to make memes, trying to be fun online and have a good good ass time. Yeah, and just like be yourself. I think like the not to like try and parallel this with like people who have maybe have done terrible things. Right. But like, you know, when Neil deGrasse Tyson got like ousted and he was like, Hey, I don't know. Like, I'll give you my side of the story and I'm sorry, but you know, there's no scientific way to say whether or not I was a shitty person. So let their other (laughs) voices be heard. (laughs) And then James Gunn was like, I've already apologized for this, but I'll deal with it. (laughs) And everybody's like, we love you, James, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you, if you're just like, you know, like, if, if you're just like, I'm not that person anymore, I understand why those things are wrong, and I've, like, come to that conclusion even before anyone has called me on it, you know, like, then you're good. Like, you know, if it's not just, like, obviously a reactionary trying to save face sort of thing, like, if someone came to me and was like, why do, why do, do does your straight singer say f- the f slur on, um, on your album? And I'm like, because I thought it was okay and I was a kid and like, I, I know it's not okay now. And that's, that's the end of it, you know? Yeah. Like I've already come to that realization and nobody's even heard that record. So like, yeah, nobody's going to like really try and find your stuff, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's, I'm not secretive about it, but it's like, you know, if you scroll far back enough, you'll find me on my current account promoting that album and stuff and being like we worked really hard on this but yeah it's it's just different it's just a different sort of thing you know mm-hmm. well kind of a strange <laughs> note to end on but thank you very much sarah for filling in for my friend uh absolutely how the fuck long has it been it's uh the episode proper has been two hours and five minutes holy fuck yeah and this is gonna Jesus go up Christ. uh for you um midnight tonight so ooh, yeah i'll i'll put a tweet out but yeah thank you for doing all of these things and spending an insane amount of time with me before i go to work so please before your phone dies plug all of the amazing things you do that are almost too numerous yeah it's, it, i'm a little all over the place so follow me on twitter uh, at weird legs weird underscore legs that's my 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 twitter handle uh i do music <laughs> i produce like instrumental music and like hip-hop beats under the name blind sky watcher uh i make vaporwave as uh 2001 hell yeah i'm in a band i'm in a grindcore band called pit of hell uh we're hell coming yeah. out with a new album soon i also run a meme page uh called absolute trash media at atm420 on twitter it's very um and uh yeah that i think that's everything other than my pod accounts which are too numerous uh and we'll talk about off pod well all right (laughs) this is uh one of many things on losharrow.wordpress.com but it's not the only thing you can check out um just actually a few days ago i was on a three-hour podcast where we talk about the video games the thing where 
Sarah oh, just the said thing I suck. hate. Yeah, the thing that Sarah thinks are really bad, which is fine. <laughs> you know, it was it was a good episode. I talk about playing Spider Man, and you, ooh, yeah, all the other fun stuff. You'll have to listen to the three hours for that to make sense. But yeah, um, did your phone die? Did your no? Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Sorry, it's everything cut off for a second. Okay. Well, hey. This is a really good ending. It's great. We. It's just like when like the Back to the Future car just falls apart at the end of the third movie or whatever. <laughs> exactly. It gets hit. By, we got. We just got hit by a fucking train. Yeah, and we're and gonna uh, talk to the Doc Brown, and then that kid's gonna point at his dick. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we're gonna be like, uh, was this tacked on? Like this seems, this seems really tacked on. It's re- it's pretty tacked on, but yeah. Anyway, and there are also other podcasts. I was I did a podcast months and months ago talking about Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Figure that one out. I don't know what it's called, but it's out. It's out somewhere on the Ooh. website. So yeah, hear me talk about uh, why that movie doesn't have enough boobs in it, and how I'm a little disappointed. Oh yeah, <laughs> that is. I feel it. for you. Thank you very much. It was a very tough time in like mid October talking about that movie. God damn. Yeah. Well, I mean, thank you for having me on this uh, extremely long endeavor, yeah. and yeah. Thank you for giving your time, uh, listeners who are just you know my friends. I will see you next time. <laughs>